everybody going to be playing some uh, 76 soon. Uh, I got me my my cool armor here, you know, from uh, from New Vegas. Hey everybody! Hi, it's Atomic Radio Hour, episode maybe 169. Nice. Uh, hi, I'm Vince. I'm also here with Papa. Hey, Papa. Hello. How are you? What's I'm new? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, nothing much, you know. Same old. Well, thank you for thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, this might be. I know the episodes have been shorter lately because I'm still trying to figure everything out. But this might be a shorter one um, because I'm in the middle of a move. Uh, as as the Brits would say, I'm moving house. Um, I'm not going that far, but I kind of need two weeks to kind of get all my shit together. So this might be the last time that um, this kind of setup behind me is shown for a little bit. Uh, maybe. It depends on how long it takes me to set everything back up. Also, we don't normally record in the middle of the day, and that's why the sun is, like, directly on me. But I will be cropping the screen so it won't be, like, on me on me. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think about sunlight. When I set up my recording area. But uh, all that being said, Kyle's here. Hello, sir. Thank you for taking time out of protecting our country in the Neo-Vietnam conflict to be here. Um, no problem. When I need when I need something quick that I can put out, we like to call a burner. Um, Kyle, we're both wearing red shirts. I know oh, yeah, you guys we are. can't see Kyle, but I can see Kyle. We're matching, Kyle. Uh, you, you can Photoshop um, a red shirt on me. <laughs> I need more pictures of you. Like, I know that's a meme that I have all these pictures of you, <laughs> but like, I'm running out of pictures. <laughs> I got to see if I, if I have the one of you in my car. Um, it's probably on my desktop. The but jug? today we're going to review with the jug. Oh, yeah. The jug. That, <laughs> uh, today we're going to review a movie. And I like to kind of keep the idea of dystopia uh, within the realm of the movies that we review and today is kind of like a rare glimpse into like pre-dystopia almost you know what i mean yeah from this we're reviewing district nine um this movie slaps (laughs) this is such a good movie kyle uh let's talk about it before we spoil it yes but like this was your first time seeing it no, this is my second, oh, the second time. time. The, the okay. first time I saw it was like a decade ago, like 11, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah same. I, I saw this like uh, in 2009, 2010. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 same for me. But I remember it mostly. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is a movie that I remember watching with my parents and like my parents being really into it. Like really, really into it. Um I remember, like, the movie ended and, like, my dad and I were, like, talking about, what do you think is going to happen in the second movie? Yeah. And, like, I don't – we never got one. But, like <laughs> – Yeah. It, it was – it yet, yet, really. Yeah. It's been confirmed, yeah. No way, really? Uh, hold on. I read – I picked up uh, – he said it. Hold on. I wrote a note about it. It's my notes. <laughs> Look at you, Kyle. Uh, taking notes. 10 will be as stripped down and bare bones as possible, said Neil Blunkham. Uh, Neil Blongham, who is currently busy promoting his upcoming horror film, Demonic, talked about his vision for District 10. This was August 26th this year. No f- way! Yeah. yeah. I didn't know about this. This is great timing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope somebody finds us, like, looking for a District 9 review or something. Okay. So District 9 is, ri- or is directed by Neil Blomkamp. Is that how you say it? I think it's, a, yeah. Blomkamp. 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 It's written by this by him and Terry Tatchell, and 
What's his name? Peter Jackson has an involvement. Do you like the Peter Jackson King Kong? Uh, I at the time, yeah. I mean, the bug stuff, I hate a lot. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, that was like King Kong at the time, you know. Like, I, I remember my dad made like a big deal about us going to see it because he was like, they make this. He's like, they, he he said to me, he's like, they remake King Kong every like twenty five years. We have to go see it. I played the game. It wasn't good. Oh, dude, you played it too? <laughs> <laughs> Where you throw sticks and shit? Yeah, yeah. Not good. So, Kyle, what's... Yeah, I, I mean, it's okay. I was, I never got to the Kong parts. Like, I just wanted to play Kong. But, Kyle, you have... Um, you have a special edition DVD, and I, I have the Blu-ray. And I want to show off the Blu-ray in a second. Uh, but let's see the special... I, they can't see it, but can you send me some pictures? Yeah, I'll send you some pictures. I'll, I'll put show it on you screen. Edmar. It's all uh, Blongum's movie, so it's... Uh, there's nine Chappie and Elysium, all on Blu-ray. Did you know and Elysium? Oh, uh, go ahead. Did you know Elysium, they wanted to have Eminem as the main character? I couldn't see that. Uh, in Chappie, they have <laughs> Diane Wood as characters. Who? Diane Wood. I don't know. It's oh, like a, really? The yeah, band? Yeah, her, him and her are like main characters. With Chappie, yeah. Is this dude? Is this dude from South Africa? Uh, the guy who plays Chappie? Or? No, no, no. Blumkamp. Uh, I Blanca from Street Fighter. No. I think he shoots because, a lot there, so I, I'm going to assume. I don't know. Because because Die Antward is uh is a South African band. Yeah. They're 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 not bad. Apparently they're like racist or some shit though. I don't know. Uh but send me some pictures because I'd like to see like some of the some of the things because I want to talk about the Blu-ray. So what else is in there? Like in terms of District 9. Uh District 9, you got Chappie and you got Lithium stuff, so it kind of just talks about everything and like a little bit art. Cool. Um so I'm happy that you, you have that because I, too, have a physical copy. And this is why physical copies, in my mind, will never go away. Because this is like the regular art, right? Also, this movie came out in 2009. Look what's on, look what's on here. An exclusive trailer <laughs> and demo for God of War what? 3. No, yeah, this what? I Yeah, this I bought. I actually bought this like secondhand. Remember that um, auction house that yeah. I used to go to? I bought it there for like two bucks. Huh. And that, that's so weird because like I always bought movies too for like the one Batman movie came with a special suit for Arkham City. Really? Yeah, like the uh the, if you bought the Green Lantern movie, I think you got like a Green Lantern Batman for Arkham. Huh. Cool. Well, I um don't have a PS3, so I can't redeem this code. But there's also something on here called BD Live, which I do not think exists anymore. Hmm. And you can watch a movie with movie IQ. And like in the beginning menu, it's like, would you like to watch this with movie IQ? And I'm like, what the hell is movie IQ? Yeah, I don't know. So I like watch the what the hell is movie IQ thing. And it's like, this is it's like, have you ever watched a movie and you hear a song? You're like, what's that song from? Or what's that actor from all from other than this movie? Click the button in the corner when it shows up, and it'll give you trivia about the thing as it's going on. And part of me was like, that's really cool. That's some, that's something that I would like. Uh, yeah, Back to the Future, the Blu-ray that I have, does that. Where it's like, mm -hmm. hey, this is a trivia thing that pops up, and it's so cool. 
Well, yeah, but does it have to be connected to BD Live? No, or is I think it, it just it's okay. in, in, it's in. <laughs> I don't think BD Live exists anymore. I probably not. <laughs> and that's the thing is like BD I clicked dead. on it to see. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on it. I'm like, what is this? And I hit connect. And it's like, are you sure your Blu-ray player is connected to the internet? I'm like, it's a PS4. It's always connected to the internet. <laughs> but um, but this is what I love so much about physical media is like. PlayStation games do it. I don't know if you do it because I do it. Where you flip the cover around on the inside. Oh no, I don't do that. So I I love that because it makes my games just feel different. Like my God of War 2018 one is like Kratos with his axe and Atreus behind him with the bow and like a bunch of the Drow like fighting. And uh, uh, GTA 5's is Vinewood, like the sign, it, like wraps all the way around. I like the alternate covers. The alternate cover, they do it for Blu-rays. It's also one of those clasps that I hate. It's a it's an alien, but like a target. Yep. Like that's that and then like when you when you go to click on it on the PlayStation, it shows like like one of those alien keep out signs and like a human designation. And it says like, um, what's the government agency? MU MNU. MNU, yeah. It shows like an MNU logo, and then when you click on the the movie to watch it, it shows you like a human and an alien, and you pick one. So I you picked pick the one, alien. Yep. I picked the and alien the one menu too. Is, the, the menu's all in the alien language. Like it's these these little like if I would if I would have watched this on like Netflix or Hulu or, or HBO, it would have been like play movie. Yeah. Like it, it drew me into the world that is Johannesburg of this film, and I this is like little shit like this I love. Yeah, I agree. Like, and, and this is why I never think physical media will go away. Like, as long as there is people that care about movies, <laughs> you'll have physical media. Because why would I just want to have everything on a stick? All right. So there's my old man rant about physical media. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I love this movie. It, it was um, good. I, I love this I'm not going to rate it right away. I'll rate it later. But what about this movie? Should we surmise it or should we just talk about it? Maybe we give a little summarize. Summar- I'm going to read that right off IMDb. Yeah, give then. a little summary. Violence ensues. I get all of my my summaries off IMD- IMDb. <laughs> uh, violence ensues after an extraterrestrial race forced to live in slum-like conditions on Earth finds a kindred spirit in a government agent. A government agent exposed to their biotechnology. That's actually pretty pretty decent. Um. I, I think this movie has a lot of really great a lot of really great themes going on in the beginning yeah. that I think are really applicable to today yeah. in the terms of like racism and uh, he also I treating watched people. Neil say he's like I, I this movie's not political it's not meant to be anyway that yeah really this is a super political movie like really political yeah. i think i i think directors just say that you know what i mean like oh no i'm not trying to make a statement there's obviously a statement being made and and i've said to you before i don't like sci-fi yeah like i do and i don't but i think what i like about this is that it's so grounded yeah because johannesburg is a real place the people the p pe- i have written in my notes where are my notes they're right here i have written in my notes that everybody in this movie feels real yeah like, nobody feels like an actor. The only person who comes close to feeling like an actor is the military guy, the colonel. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, the only dude who I feel like is hamming it up for the camera. It, it, it almost but, feels like a fan film. Like, it doesn't feel like you're watching a kind of full-blown-out 
Hollywood movie, you know? This, <laughs> yeah, this feels like if we could get together, like, like, 10 years ago and actually sit down and write a script without everybody wanting to smoke weed and go outside and have a cigarette every 10 minutes <laughs> and we could focus on writing a script. This is what it feels like because it feels genuine. It also, it's also meant to be a documentary, which uh, I, we oh. both of us love. <laughs> mm, I'm a slut for a good doc, dude. Uh, there, there's someone I work with who we've been trading recommendations back and forth for movies. And, uh, they're like, oh, I don't like documentaries. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like a documentary? <laughs> Have you not seen Grizzly Man? Uh, let me let me just – I stopped taking notes because of how enthralled I was by the movie, how how captured I was by it. Did you take any? I took some. I took some. I only have two – I only have a page and a half worth of notes. I, I like how – do you want to just spoil it? Oh, sure. Just get into it. Spoil it. it. All right. I like how Vickis, spelled with a W, pronounced like a V, Vickis – um, I like how you hate him instantly. Yeah, I mean that's the like world you get introduced to the like the world of it. it's like, hey, these aliens evaded. Oh, they're not here to destroy us. Oh, we get to oppress them. We're oppressing them. Yeah, yeah, we're the bad and guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I also like a. I, I like that it's not aliens on in Washington. Like every alien that, movie. That's what uh the actor for Vickis said. He's like. It's not aliens coming to evade New York. It's not aliens landing in D.C. It's aliens yeah. in South Africa. It, they just landed here. It's you know, and they're being oppressed. Why not? Why wouldn't they land in South Africa? Why wouldn't they land in a landmass bigger than the U.S.? You know what I mean? Yeah. The planet is seventy something percent water. Why would you go to the U.S.? Yeah. I'd go to Russia. I'd go to China. I'd go to Africa. Like something that's a huge landmass. Um. No, I, I, the, the world instantly feels believable. Yeah. The, pr I don't want to say prawn because they say how that's like a derogatory term for them. Yeah. And you feel for them. And like, how can you say this isn't a political movie? Because I feel like if you watch this and you don't, and then like you go out and you see racism and you're like, oh shit, like that's like the aliens in the movie. Like if you don't put two and two together, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to, but like. Another thing that really brings me into the world, other than the movie being so well written and the the packaging and the menus and whatnot, is I don't know if you remember this, but there was a number you used to be able to call. I think so. I think I remember that. So the I remember the promotional stuff for this movie being really good where they were renting out benches. Yeah. That said, like, these benches are for human use only. Non-humans cannot sit here. And they were, they were doing it in bus stops. And I remember going into... I'm going to censor this, Kyle, but I think it was the... My wife's dead. GameStop. Okay. And I think I had, like, just had a phone. Because it's, like, 2008, so I was playing Fallout 3, 2009, 2010. That time, I was playing Fallout 3, and I'm pretty sure I had a cell phone at that point. And I remember being in that GameStop and calling the number, and it, like, directed me to the NMU. Like, it, it's another thing to just kind of bring you into this universe. Yeah. Like, even that, that restaurant chain, Gunter's, where they're getting, like, schnitzel yeah, that, burgers that's and shit. So, like, uh, how do I explain, like? Almost Futurama-ish, like like it's uh, like <laughs> weird like fishy burger Joe's. shop, you know, like like San Andreas, like GTA yeah, and like yeah, yeah, Saints yeah. Row kind of burger shop, you know, like like yeah, just made up. It's not like oh, we're going to a McDonald's, you know. It's just like yeah, 
made up its but own it felt thing. real. Yeah. Like you felt like you could go there. Like it could be real. Like the cat food. I don't know if that's real cat food or not, but it felt like it could have been. Yeah. I really, really, I love the, the, like, I love the tension that's in the movie too. The first like hour is really tense. Yeah. Cause like, you're like watching the guards and them try to evict these aliens to go to district 10, which mm-hmm. is another camp they set up. And like, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to, who's going to, you know, start a fight and stuff like that. And the guy, when the aliens is biting a tire and the soldier comes over, and he just rips his arm off and kicks the yeah. soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and and he like he uh, there's a point where he says they like chewing on tires because it's like marshmallows to them. See, like that's something that doesn't need to be in the movie, but I know more about the aliens because of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's something else. Two things, quick. One, how are they going to sign if they don't speak English? They don't understand English. They don't have names. Some of them like, do. The alien, yeah, but the alien that um. That's friends with Vickis? It's Christopher. That's not his name. That's not his real name. Probably you know not. What I mean? yeah, like, yeah, his yeah. name's probably, probably not like the Glip real name. Yeah. Like, like I, I have written down. <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have written down in my notes Christopher is his slave name. Yeah, just like, true. That's, that's not. True. You know what I mean? Like, that's not real. He didn't come here. I'm Christopher. I'm Nick John Smith. Like, look at me. Whitey Vick, White White. You like, hate alien names. Me? Yeah, remember, you're like, I hate long ass alien things like Glibber Glorber or. You remember we're that? having a conversation. I think we were playing Halo, and you're like, oh. <laughs> an alien name. <laughs> yeah, no, I said I, I like what I like about Halo is that the elites are simple, like elite, yeah. grunt, brute. It's simple names where it sounds different. It, it's not like, it's not like the gobble snatcher. Yeah, and it's like what, the, what the fuck? Like I, when you say grunt, I have an idea of what that already looks like. Like that, I like. Like that's yeah. really smart. You know, that's what originally Halo was going to be called. What? Or no, a, a Halo is originally going to be called Covenant. Hmm. Yeah. And then they changed whatever. You know what? Um, okay, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? No, I said, do you know why you like this movie? Because it was supposed to be the Halo movie? Yep. Halo died for this movie to walk. <laughs> I watched the behind the scenes and Peter Jackson's like, yeah, we met Neil and uh, we're doing the Halo movie, which is based off the Halo video game, but that ended. We had a friend who wouldn't watch this movie because of that. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I told him last yeah. night. Yeah? Is he still never going to watch it? I think he did. I think he has. <laughs> this movie's so good. It's so good. I think that's why we like it uh, more, more. Because it's like, it almost kind of feels Halo-ish in a way. It, the 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 pro, the alien design kind of does. The weapons as well kind of have that feel to them. Like the kind of looks like a big needler. Yeah. Yeah, and like the aliens' legs were my like, what's stopping them from walking around going work work work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I I going back to what he said about it not being political. There is a point in the movie where Vickis pretty much says District Ten is concentration camps. Like it it is built on the idea of like the size of the camps. Yeah. How are you going to say this isn't political? <laughs> There's a bunch of other things that I really appreciate that they throw in there. Um. That like he says to he says to I don't even want to call him Chris the alien but Chris he says to that one he's like do you have a license for this child yeah like you have to have a license and he's like oh should we just kill it right away yeah and then when they find the the eggs yeah 
And he's like taking he's joy like, in unplugging the eggs. And then they light on fire. He's like, oh, look at that here. That popping sounds like popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the world, it's not a world I'd like to live in, but it feels real. Yeah. And that's like the number one thing I feel like I'm looking for out of movies lately is a world that feels believable. Like you and I both love the new Psychonauts game. I'm working on it. Trust me. Um, the, 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 the episode that we recorded. And the thing I think I like about it so much is it, none of the world makes sense, but it makes sense in the realm of the world. Yeah. Like Psychonauts makes sense to Psychonauts. And that's what I like about this movie. Yeah. What else do I have here? I like that the aliens speak alien. They don't just speak English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, you want to complain that it's in South Africa and they're speaking they're speaking English. I mean, it makes sense. You yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then like when you see the people that are what when you see the South Africans that speak their native tongue I like that people understand the alien language. Like, I, I I like this movie a lot. It's a good, yeah. Do you have any problems with it? Uh, to be honest, I don't think I do. I feel like we're just praising it. Like, I feel like we haven't, like... I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I can't think of any that comes to mind for me. The only problem I really have with this movie... Is its dependency of CGI? Yeah. Uh, I watched the behind the scenes thing and he said that he's comfortable with CGI. So when they did the practical for his arm, like he was afraid to do it because he wasn't used to do that. But it turned out great. He said the, the arm looks so yeah. realistic. Yeah. He was scared to do that because he wasn't yeah. used to doing something like that. Who? The director? Yeah. Neil. Really? Because he's comfortable so with CGI. So I I don't like CGI because I feel like if we watch this movie in 10 years, it's going to look worse. The CGI isn't great. Um, I don't know if you've seen – do you see The Green Knight? I have not yet, no. There's a scene in The Green Knight with a fox that's uh, CGI and it looks like it's like right out of 2004. Hmm. And the aliens in this movie look better than the CGI in that movie. Interesting. And that's a movie that, like, and that's just the thing is, like, CGI always dates a film. Yeah. Where at least if you go watch the original King Kong where the stuff is all stop motion and what have you, yeah, it dates it, but it gives it a charm where I feel like CGI in a movie just makes it look kind of cheap and plastic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Scorpion King. I haven't seen that. From The Mummy. Did you ever see The Mummy Mummy 2, I think it was? It was no. The Rock as the Scorpion King? You gotta look up that CGI. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Let me tell Is you. It bad? Oh boy. Even okay. at the time, it was bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm happy that you brought up... The beginning of The Thing has really bad CGI. Like, really awful CGI. And I don't remember... Like, until I bought the Blu-ray, I don't ever remember that being in The Thing. Hmm. Because it yeah. shows like a spaceship. I feel yeah, like it yeah. kind of ruins the movie. And I and it, I feel like it might have been added later where the spaceship kind of like comes. Because like it ruins the point of view. I mean, I know we're not spoiling the thing. That's a movie that we, we will watch. We should, yeah, we definitely. That is a perfect. You know how much I love the thing. Yeah. Um, again, don't like sci-fi. That's one of my favorite movies. I think because it's based in reality. Because Star Wars is like, oh, here on Tatooine in Baku 5, we can take a ship and drive light years. It's like, what are you talking about? 
What are you talking about? What forest moons of Ed- I have no reference to that. I don't live like in California is where they they film that. They either film that in Northern California or, or Oregon. I'm not sure because the redwoods when they did the like the speeder chase. Yeah. Um, but like if I saw that or lived there, I'd have a basis for it. But I don't have a basis. Yeah. For the fucking Death Star, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like. You brought up The Rock. If this movie was made today, it would be The Rock and Chris Pratt and uh, what's her name? The blonde woman that everybody loved that she would fall. And she's like, I'm so quirky. I eat grilled cheese. What the hell's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence? I guess. I, I don't know who you're talking about. She was in everything for a while. Like, the people in this movie are from... Movies I've like I've never seen them in other movies. I have. That's another. What other movies? So the main actor who wasn't in anything before that. This was his like because he went to Comic Con for first time and he's really? like, really, oh my god. But I, I started to love him. He's in all of Neil's movies. So really, he plays Chappie and Chappie, and then he plays he's the, the bad robot guy. Chappie. Yeah, he's in like the oh, that's out cool. suit and everything. Um, and then he plays the bad guy in Elysium. He's in oh, Hardcore cool. Henry. Which is that like first person movie that they were trying to make? Oh, that's him. He's in there. I don't know if he plays the main. Oh, actor. oh, oh. Um, he's in the A Team as Murdoch. Cool. A Team movie as Murdoch, which I I was I was looking at that last night on IMDb and I was like, oh wow. Um, he was in a PS show. When remember when PS4 had like a TV, you can a whole TV channel and stuff like that on their PlayStation Four and stuff like that. Uh, called no. Powerless. It was based off a comic where he plays like he used to be a superhero, but he has no powers now. He's a cop. That's a great premise. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Are you recording? I'm recording you. Yeah. Okay, just double checking. Uh, he he did some Rooster Teeth stuff. Uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I the, like I've, like. I've never seen him. I've never seen the dude's wife's husband or dad in anything ever before. Like the the. The only complaint that I had was the military guy. Never saw him in anything. And he looked like a generic white dude for a film. Like, he looked like one of these guys that, like, do all those Steven Seagal movies. Have you ever seen any of these, like, modern-day Steven Seagal movies? No. no. There's there's one that's, like, really, really bad, and it's got Mike Tyson in it. And you know how... You know me. Love me some Tyson. But, like... You mean the chicken. Yes. And, and the boxer. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> he he's in it with Mike Tyson but like Steven Seagal has like a cut in his contract that he can't be sitting or he can't be standing for too long so like every movie he's in he's just sitting and like trying to be a badass um like he and there's always like these uh there's one guy who's like in the MCU that always shows up in these Seagal movies cause they're just quick easy paydays but like if this movie was made it would have been The Rock and it wouldn't have ended the way it ended like, yeah. that's the, one of my, okay, one of my few gripes is the ending, because when she says, I know this couldn't have been him who made this, but I want to believe that it is, the little, like, tin flower, aluminum yeah. origami flower, when it shows the alien making it, I would have just cut after she said that. I I mean, yeah, I know I don't like happy endings in movies, but, like... I personally would not have done that. Like, I would have just been like, that's the end of the movie. Or mm-hmm. shown the ship again flying off or something. Yeah. 
Damn, they're really making a District 10, though? Yeah. Oh, dude. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think it's going to figure out... So, there's not really a confirmed thing, but there's a bunch of theories out there how all these movies connect. Yeah. In this trilogy. Because um, it goes from District 9 to Chappie to Elysium. And in Chappie, it's like robots are becoming like police robots and stuff like that, military. And then Elysium, it's like all the rich are in the space station, all the poor is on Earth with robot police guarding them. So, I think it's either whatever happens in District 10, the aliens come back. Maybe... Yeah lay siege or bring more people and like just screw up earth that or like earth, humanity gets like their tech and starts making robots to protect them almost and then it gets out of hand that it just destroys earth completely that all the rich go up into space and leave all the poor behind on earth how is this dude gonna say his, his movies are not political <laughs> this is it's he like this is a class struggle movie yeah this is, this is, I mean, you know Elysium, what I mean it totally is I haven't seen Elysium but like they're even the point in the movie where they're like, hey, the reason why they want Vickis alive is because we can then retro engineer or backwards. Yes. Only um, the aliens can control their own weapons. Which is such a dope premise. You know, there's a skull, not to go back to Halo, but you know, there's a skull in Halo for that where you can't pick up covenant Alien, weapons. Yep. yep. Like. That's such a good idea of, like, we can't use them. And then, like, the scene when he's shooting the cows and the pigs, and they switch his hand and they bring out an alien. He's like, I'm not killing the alien. And he's they like, use I will shoot anything hand. else. Yeah, and they use the human hand and he kills him. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, my God. Like, I'm happy I've watched this again now, and it's been such a long time. It's been, like, a decade since I've seen the first one. Yeah. And, like, because I feel like I really appreciate the movie more. Yeah. Because this is one of those movies, this and I Am Legend, and to be honest with you, I might like this more than I Am Legend. (laughs) But, like, this and I Am Legend are one of those movies that I would always tell people, f***ing rips. Like, when they're like, what movies do you like, what movie should I watch? My go-to is always this and I Am Legend. Yeah. And her. Her's really good. Have you seen her? I have not. Okay, we're going to find a way to review her because it's kind of dystopian. Kind of. It's like hipster future. So, like, everyone's got really high pants and, like, no logos. <laughs> and But, like, it's in California, I think. But I think they use, like, China or South Korea to film and there's a ton of smog. So, like, it's I'm considering a dystopian. The guy falls in love with a computer. Okay? That's dystopia to me. But, like, those are, like, three movies that I tell everybody to watch right away. I don't remember where I was going with this, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Either. Where was I going? I don't know. I have caffeine in me because I have so much shit I have to do today. <laughs> I still gotta. Sorry, I still gotta make two quiches. I gotta pack stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what I gotta was record your, another episode after this. What was your favorite part in this movie? Uh dude. I really, I'll be honest with you, the first, like, 45 minutes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It it just brings you in. It doesn't It doesn't mess around. Like, it opens with an interview. It doesn't open with, like, a credit wall. Like, it, they it tease, just gets... They tease a little bit. It's like, oh, I can't believe he did that or stuff like that. Like, they tease. Uh, yeah, and I didn't pick up on that my first watch when I was a baby boy, 10, 11, 11 plus one years ago. I love that, like, his mom's like, and now he's gone. And she's, like, trying not to cry. Like, yeah. it's genius. Like, it's so smart because you you go the entire movie feeling you're like you're watching it. 
Like you're watching it happen in real time and you're like, oh shit, it's a documentary. Like you forget. Yeah. The, 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 another, how do you feel about this? The beginning 45, 35 minutes is all through like a documentary camera style thing. And then that just kind of goes away. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I, I kind of like that because it almost in a way still feels like it. Mm-hmm. Like for some of the shots, it still feels like you're watching it. Okay. I agree more or less. Um, I don't mind it. If it was a if it was a worse movie, it would have bothered me more. But I think it's one of those things where it's like when a movie's so good, you don't even notice it. You, you not even that you don't notice it. You don't care. Yeah. Like there, like I love the lighthouse. That one I can't justify as dystopian, but <laughs> but we should watch that together. We should. Because um, I know you're going to love that. Yeah. I know you're going to love that. Like, what gets me so excited about that movie is, like, the aspect ratio. It's, like, one by one. It's, like, one by 1.9 or something. Like, it looks like an Instagram video. Um, But, like, that's a movie that, if there were flaws, I didn't notice them because I was so wrapped up in the world. Yeah. Like, I was so excited to know, like, what's going on. I do like that it'll cut to cameras and it'll show you, like, what's going on. Because then at the end of the movie, when they're like, this is the last known footage of Vickis, you're like, oh, shit. This is a documentary. I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah. But you're so into it. I I would say my favorite – a lot of it's good, but I love the battle at the end where he's in the friggin' robot. Ah, yes. Can you tell me more about it? Uh, so, so he gets into the, this big mech that almost looks like one of them. Who has like the tentacles and stuff like that coming from yeah. the face. I, isn't that cool? The little thing. Uh, yeah. And like, uh, he has Chris, Christopher on the ground, the military guys, and he's like, take him. I'm going. And he leaves. And then I guess he hears them going, oh, just kill the alien. And he has that change of heart and comes back and just starts blowing them up and murdering them. And like, I love that. It's like, Oh, the military weapons? All right, it's, it's a bullet. They go kill. But the alien weapons, they explode, you know? Like, I yeah. love that difference of that. Yeah. It, I I each, lo- I... No, oh, go. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, I I just enjoy that. He's like, go. Like, let's get out of here and go. And, he, and he's getting shot and hurt and stuff like that. And to a point where he, he can't make it anymore. He's like, get out of here. Take your child and leave. Go save yourself. And, like, don't. He's like, go now, or I'm going to change my mind back again and leave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I appreciate that so much because at the beginning of the movie, you see him. He doesn't believe what he's saying. He's believing it because he's getting the job. Yeah. Because the guy who appoints him is his wife's dad. Yeah. So he gets his job to begin with through nepotism. And then, like, the dude he's training on the job, at the end of the movie, you find out he got arrested for... <laughs> Revealing. Showing everybody, yeah. yeah, what was actually going like on. You never see this guy this whole movie. You just see him in the beginning. Yeah. And then he's gone for an hour and a half. <laughs> he's just back. <laughs> There's a deleted scene where he's uh, trying to uh, get somebody to sign it and he gives them the cat food. And the alien takes the cat food and doesn't sign it. And Victus goes, you see what you did wrong there? And it's like, because he gave him the food, bribed. He gave him the bribe before signing it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. See, there's a few scenes in this that, as much as I don't like CGI, the way it's filmed as a CGI partner, this might be me being a little overzealous, but it rivals, um, what's it called? What's that movie that I can never, Roger Rabbit. It rivals Mm. Roger Rabbit. 
Because Roger Rabbit, did you ever see Cool World? It's a Ralph yeah, Bakshi yeah, yeah. film. It's like Bakshi's like only mainstream yeah. film. That one, if you watch it, I was watching a comparison between Roger Rabbit and Cool World because um, they're both half animated, half live action, where they took into account in Roger Rabbit where eyes would be. Yeah. And in Cool World, they just kind of look in that direction. There are scenes where they're opposite of a CGI alien and it looks real. Like well, it looks They have believable. a person in a suit. No, I know, but I'm saying like, like yeah, there was probably a green suit or something, like a morph suit, suit or something yeah. on stilts. But still, like, it looks good. Like, there's a scene where Vickis passes out and Cri- I hate calling him Christopher. I want to know his real name. The alien, like, drops him in the hole and, like, he picks up his legs and, like, that looked real. Like, none of it looked like C- – I mean, it looked like CGI, but it didn't look like – you know, like, it didn't look awful. Yeah, yeah. I really think the CGI in this, the animated, the animation that is the CGI rivals that of Roger Rabbit. I said it. Someone's going to be upset with that. I, I totally agree. You have. I think, considering that, we should watch Chappie next. Really? Because that's you're mentioning that, and that's what Chappie is. All right, I'll have to get that on Blu-ray. Did you watch this on DVD? It was on DVD. Your special edition. No, these are on Blu-ray. Oh, they are. Yeah, good shit. Okay, is it is it a hardcover? Is it like a steel book? Nope, hard, hardcover. Cool, 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 cool. I'm happy I still have one friend that collects physical media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'll add that because I have a bunch of other stuff that I want to review that I'm gonna have to review. And if you're saying that these are like dystopian sci-fi shit like that, yeah, yeah. I um, I also enjoyed his whole journey of becoming an alien. Yes. Why? It's never explained why it happens. Why do you think it happens? Uh, whatever the fluid was. I, I think it just something happened that it started to change him physically and me- like mentally, like DNA change, maybe. I do know. You, do you? Th- I think they said it in behind the scenes why the alien ship sat there and no one mm-hmm. came out of it because a virus hit them. They were. That's why they survived in the like they were they had to break in and everything like that because the virus hit the ship, and only those survived in that chamber. That's why it stopped moving. No it just way. sat there, stopped moving for like how many years, and then the really yeah. So the ones that were in the chamber when they open it so the were surviving ones- from a virus. Their planet had the virus. Whatever was on the ship, I guess they said like a virus no hit the way. ship. Yeah, is this is you said this is based off of a short film, right? Uh, yes. Let me see what it's called. It's something Johannesburg above Johannesburg. I saw it on the IMDb. Uh, it's called Alive in Joburg. It was Joburg. A, uh, the writers gave the aliens human names, imagining the renaming humans would do when admitting, uh, admitting the aliens to our planet. It says in this book. Say that one more time. Uh, the writers gave the aliens human names, imagining the renaming humans would do when emitting the aliens to our planet. Hmm. I wonder if this is on the DVD or the Blu-ray. Oh, uh, so the actor that plays Wilkes is his childhood uh, friend and collaborator for Neil. No way. Yeah. So he must be South African then. Yeah. 
I I'd like a movie that's not in America. Yeah. I'm 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 a sucker for any movie that's not in America and any movie that has a female protagonist. The the one thing that I do want to point out cuz I think we're kind of getting to the end of what we have to say. Um I'm sorry that I don't have anything bad to say. Does yeah, this, this... I just Kyle on the low, this also doubles as a Kyle and Vince likes. So I'm going to put it in that <laughs> playlist too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um the only thing, everything about this movie feels so original. And again, that's why I said, like, this movie couldn't be made today. Because if it was made today, it would have The Rock in it, like I said. Like, it would have all of these actors that are just... And you know what? I like Jack Black, but he's starting to hit that. He's starting to hit that, oh, another movie that Jack Black is in. And I like Jack Black. I, I know you're giving me, like, some, I don't some know look right I, now. I don't know if I feel like it. I think it's, like, selected things he's, he's doing. I feel like he's like he's picking things that are very much like popular, which good. I mean, let the dude work. He's he's Jack. Did you ever see Bernie? No, dude. Bernie's a great film. It's mm. you'd like it because it's a half documentary. Yeah, yeah. Like it starts as a. Do you know about it? Uh, yeah, I know about it. I yeah, you would you would like it. And Jack Black does a fucking phenomenal job in that movie because he's a great actor. But like, I, it this movie would like like Jack Black would have been. Uh, Thomas, the security guard, when they go to, they oh, go to yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he definitely <laughs> would have been like, he would have been cracking jokes and like shooting aliens. Um, but like, this is this, this movie couldn't have been made. I think it would have had a happy ending, a more happy ending if it was made today. And like the only reference that I, that the only inspiration that I saw from any other movie is from alien at the end with the mech suit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't even that big of a of like a rip or a bite because that mech suit like is inside of him biologically. Because when he gets in the mech suit, you hear like a like a something sharp enter, yeah. and he goes, "Oh God!" So I assume it went into like his spine or his brain. Another deleted. I, I was just looking at some deleted scenes, and there's ones like anatomy of the aliens, and it's like they have both female and male reproduction organs. So they reproduce asexually? Yeah. It was oh. almost like a science uh, like a science like school video of like a, a guy who's like no. here's the chart. Really? Yeah. Oh, Kyle. Mm, I I mm, I love a good world. I love a good world. I love when they Okay, that's a deleted scene. That's a bonus feature thing, right? Yeah. Let's say a million people buy this movie. A third of those are going to see that see that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i not into cosplay. Are you into cosplay? Uh, it depends, I guess. Like, I know you get you dress up as, like, the vault scientist or, or Stein when we were playing tabletop. Yeah. Like, you have the, the, the outfit. But, like, I'm not super into it. I wanted to go as Heisenberg once because it was easy. Shave my beard, leave a goatee, put a hat on, a button up. Like, I'm good to go. You know what I mean? I'm the one who knocks. I mean, you're but, dressed up as your GTA character. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I played with my brother and i go yeah what do you think i'm wearing and he goes what do you mean i go I, I said to him i was like i dress like i dress in the real world he goes all right you're wearing a black hoodie jeans some sneakers and a black hat and i showed up in exactly that like he, he knew it to a t uh but like what was i getting at this is a movie that like i would absolutely cosplay as vicus 
the scene yeah. where he has like the arm like the claw oh yeah and like Absolutely. he's got that jacket on and like like a white shirt and pants it's such a such an easy one to do outside of the arm like the arm would be all of the work but it's so cool i also think I know, using I... his left arm as the infected arm is neat because i feel like this might sound dumb a lot of people would have done the right arm i think just because more people are right hand dominant you know what i mean yeah. maybe i'm just looking for yeah. things but it was an interesting thing to be like how when he goes on the run too and like tries to get food and tries to eat and people are the new thing is like oh yeah he had uh, relationships with an alien and then I, people oh, hate it. I haven't written down. Hold on. <laughs> That's what freaks people out. Is that prolonged sexual activity with aliens? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I like. Is that they're like, hey, it was a camp, and then it became a slum. Mm-hmm. And with any slum, there's crime. There's guns, and there's crime, and there's prostitution. We got to talk about that. The the crime lord there too. Oh, dude! Who's how like, cool is that? That he's in a fucking wheelchair. Sorry. Plus, he's he's killing them, and then eating them to yeah. try to become one. Yeah, I have that written down too. How wild is that? Where where the two aliens trade the robot? And he's like, "Give me ten thousand cans of cat food," and they're like, "No, one thousand. And he's like, "Yeah." And then no, the, it's the other alien, a hundred. It was yeah. only hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And then the. Because there's two aliens, one had a gun, and the, they were like, oh, Mr. Alien, come here. And he's like, oh, what is it? And they just freaking kill him while the other friend just leaves. And then the, the like, medicine woman, like, blesses him, and, like, he eats. Yeah. You want to hear some trivia about the film? Yeah, go ahead. After the feature was based... Oh, I'm sorry. After the feature film based on Halo Combat Evolved 2001 video game series, which was to have been directed by Neil... Bl- How do you say his last name? I, I say Blancom. Blancom? It might be Blancamp. Neil Blanca from Street Fighter fell through. Producer Peter Jackson went to Neil and offered him $30 million to make whatever he wanted. Although this would be his first feature as a director, the result is this film. And let me tell you, dude, he knocks it out for his first he feature. He, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> the language that the aliens use, the clicking sounds, was created by rubbing a pumpkin. Huh. Yeah. The, the first documentary documentary style film to be nominated for Best Picture Oscar. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Dude, I don't think sci-fi ever wins Best Picture. Nah. See, and, and, and I do, like I said before, I don't like sci-fi. I'd rather watch a documentary or a really good drama, like a really good story. Like, um, like her. And you know what? You know what's really rare? This is a movie that doesn't have a love element. Yeah, I, in a certain way, yeah. I mean, it has the element of his wife, but you never, you never come back to it. You like, he calls her, and like, that's it. It's there as a plot device. It's not. It's there as a plot. Let me rephrase that. It's there as a plot device in the sense of his old life. Like he doesn't yeah. have kids. It's just him and his wife. But like, name five movies right now. They all have a plot about a significant other in them in some capacity. We've talked about a lot of movies here. The only one that I think that we spoke about that doesn't have that is Book of Eli. Yeah. Uh, her, which I keep bringing up, is all about the thing doesn't, but hers all about falling in love. What else have we talked about? Talked about some other films. I don't remember. This movie was. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, uh, 
Oh, why did uh, the name? You mentioned it before. I can't think of it now. Uh, with the zombies. Uh, and 28 days? <laughs> no, I'm blanking on it. In New York, so, everybody's gone. It's him and his dog. Oh, I Am Legend? I Am Legend I has am a legend. love plot. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It does. It, like, has a weird, like, hinted at love weird. plot, depending on yeah. which ending he, like, leaves New York and starts a family with the girl. Um, Star, how do you say this guy's name? Charlotte? Char- Charlotte? 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 I think, yeah, I think it's, like, Charlotte something. The star had not acted before and had no intention of pursuing an acting career. He stumbled into the leading role as as the director placed him on the camera during the short film. Dude did a decent job for his first film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The title is a nod to a place and a real incident. District 6 was a mixed-race neighborhood of Cape Town, which the apartheid government demolished in 1966 to make room for whites. Again, this is a political movie. And there's something (laughs) that I wanted to make sure that I said. I'm viewing this through the lens of, of an American. So when I see this, I see this as racism. I see yeah. this as the real life thing that happened in Philadelphia. Go look this up. I believe in the 80s that the CIA just firebombed a, a, a neighborhood in, in Pennsylvania. That's yeah, real. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was definitely seeing it like, you know, Nazis and you yeah, know, Nazis. Jews. I saw I saw. Yeah, uh, it reminded me kind of kind of like the Rodney King era in LA of like just picking on black dudes because like driving while black and shit. Yeah. Like I saw a lot of that. And I think there's something to be said of like, Hey, like I said earlier, how are you going to watch this movie and still hate and still hate? <laughs> like, how are you going to sit there and get and understand these allegories of, Hey, you know, it's not right to treat these people like this. Like I have written down in my notes, human rights, human rights activists are championing for the aliens are, that if we acknowledge the fact that aliens exist, if they come to Earth, the first two things that are going to happen is how do we make money off of it? How do we have sex with it? And how do I enslave it? You know what I mean? Like those are the first because it's not yeah. a human. It's not a human. If we can get it to work, companies, Amazon, they're going to fire everybody and take slave labor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. this dude, I don't know. Whatever. All I'm saying is this was a very political movie. Let's read some more trivia. Sorry. I love this movie and keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> All the sh- shacks in District 9 were actual shacks that existed in, in a section of Johannesburg, which were to be evacuated and the residents moved to better government housing, paralleling the events of the film. Also paralleling, the residents had not actually been moved out before filming began. The only shack that was created solely for the filming was Christopher Johnson's shack. Yeah. That's really cool. Holy shit. When Wilkes cuts the cake shape like the MNU headquarters at the party, he cuts the same spot that he and Christopher blows up in order to enter the building. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know I that. Wonder if that was, I wonder cool. if that was like an accident. Inter- that's really cool. Oh, here's, here's one you like, Kyle. The... Idea of the aliens being obsessed with cat food came from two inspirations. In impoverished areas of Johannesburg, the director would see people selling cheese, poofs, and other snack foods out of large three-foot-tall bags and wanted the aliens to have a similar cheap food. This decision to make it cat food came from one of the producers who used canned cat food to bait traps while fishing for prawn in Vancouver. 
Wow. That's cool as hell. That's cool, yeah. Remember how I said she'd have a kid? Listen to this. I didn't pick up on this. Near the end of the film, when Wilkes' wife, Tanya, spelled really weird. Tanya with an I. Tanya yeah. is, is talking to the camera and holding the flower made out of metal. Several ultrasound images can be seen in the mirror behind her, suggesting she may have been pregnant. Interesting. I didn't see that. You know, that would be really cool for, like, District 10. It's like his son. Stop. Okay, Thunder hold on. daughter. Parallel of Christopher Johnson and his kid. Yeah. I don't think Christopher Johnson's coming back, and if he comes back, he's going to die instantly, and his kid's going to be like, you helped us leave, I'm helping you. I That's think, what I think is going to happen. I think the way it's going to be, ha- how District 10 would go, it'd be he's like, oh, three years, but in reality, it's going to be how many years from... District 9 was released? Yes, to ne- yes. Whenever District 10 is going to be released. It's going to be like 15 years later. And he's, and, oh, dude, this movie. I love this movie. Oh, so here's what I was talking about before, I think. Yes. As part of the marketing campaign in North America and the UK, shout out the UK, posters went up in major cities on bus stops and s- the sides of buildings and other places, designated areas that were restricted for human humans only with numbers to call. Do you have a piece of paper? I do. Can you write this down try, quick? Because we're going to give this a call. Calling. Yeah, we're going to give it a call and see if it still works. I doubt it, but we we're going to try get it. get a pen right here. In the U.S., 866-666-6001. And in the U.K. was 0207-148-7468. In order to report non-humans... The title of the film was generally not included, although the URL address for the film's official website was. So it looked like a real government agency saying, report non-humans. See why I like this? <laughs> yeah. If you call this, I bet it's going to be a hotline. Oh, you think it'll be a sex line? Yeah, because uh, there's a guy watching Twitch who does like old video game stuff and he calls like the, the things that come in games. Like, EA call for the game code things, and it's always, like, a sex hotline. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to read three more, and then we're going to call that number. The South African last name Vandermeer, Vickis' last name, uh, really, really is a fairly common surname, like many Afrikaans' name comes from the Dutch. But it would also be recognizable to most South Africans as a common name in a whole genre of jokes about stupid, bumbling, obvious, or incompetent Afrikaners. The fact that Vickis van der Meer character is a catastrophically clueless bureaucrat is immensely... Fucking A. Is immediately culminated by the screenwriter's decision, decision to give him that name. Wow. Uh, the film was inspired by director by the director's childhood in South Africa during the apartheid. I need to know what this dude looks like. Neil, he looks like a uh, normal white guy. Oh, he's a white dude. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He doesn't have an accent though. That's like uh, I noticed that. That's really? why I was questioning. Yeah. Uh, here's the last one. Two of them. I'll do two more. Hold on. Sorry. Um, three more. All the aliens in the film are CGI except for the ones on the operating tables. That one's kind of cool. The mutilated animal carcasses in the background of many scenes were real, with only a few exceptions 
were already in the real slums and the shacks used for the filming. The creatures used in the small fighting arena were meant to be rodents or pests that were on top of the ships. Interesting. You know what they looked like? What? The little weird fighting things. Like the flood? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, All the documentary sequences are improvised. Wow. By, By the main actor. Like, he probably said, like, say this, and then he went off. and Because, like, that at the end, when he talks about his wife being an angel, like, that feels like it's real. It doesn't feel like it's a movie. You have that number, my friend. Yes. Okay. Let's do this. We'll give the movie a rating. We'll say goodbye, and then we'll be out of here. Okay. Can you read it to me, please? Yes. 866. 866. 666. 666. Hell yeah. 6001. Let's see if this 14-year-old number works. Hello, and thank you for calling. Calls are recorded for quality assurance. We're very excited to tell you about a special promotion for select callers. This would only take a moment. By answering just a few questions, we will find out if this offer is right for you. Are you or someone in your household 60 years of age or older? Yes. Press 1 for yes if you or someone in your household is 60 years of age or older. Otherwise, press... Thank you for calling the Medical Alert Center. This is on a recorded line. Can you hear me okay? Hi. Hi. Jessica? Great. So, uh, with our promotion today, you actually have the opportunity to receive a free medical alert device. So, congratulations. Um, you know, it's that little button you wear around your neck that you press in case of an emergency or um, even a fall. Now, when you're participating in our monitoring program, um, you actually can get your medical alert absolutely free. So, uh, oftentimes, it's really expensive to buy a device like this. So, um, we make it really simple for you. We pay for the entire unit itself and then ship it right to your house for free. And then, um, of course, we guarantee you 100 100% peace of mind, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So uh, let's go ahead and get you some more info on it, okay? Sure. Uh, just, uh, yeah, absolutely. What am I reporting with this? Great. So it actually looks like you qualify for our offer today. I don't think this is a real um, person. Please hang on for one second while I connect I can't hear. the medical alert specialist. You can't hear it? No. This is, not, this is a recording. This is the best sounding recording I've ever heard in my life. Thank you for holding. This is Sharon with the Medical Alert it's Center. Not, it's it's not picking up to your Now, mic. with our promotion today, you have the opportunity Sharon. to be Medical Alert device, so congratulations. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Medical Alert All right, well, hung up. <laughs> I couldn't hear it, it any bounced of me from, It bounced me from one recording to another. And I was just going to say, I was going to be like, when they said about the device, I wanted to ask a question. I was going to be like, can I, so I can report an emergency. Uh, what if I see prawns crong- congregate? Like I was going to like play into the film and like play into the universe. Kyle, I love this movie. I'm happy that I got to watch it again. I bought this. When did you help me at that, that antique store? Remember the time you helped me? It had to be like 2017, right? 2018? Oh, probably like 2018. I bought this well before that, and I never watched it. I'm happy we got to watch this. I'm happy we got to share this together. Thank you for being yeah. here. What would you give this movie and why? I had no problems with that. I would have given it like 9 out of 10. Cool. Yeah. I think that the little things that you told me 
that made it better and now reading the trivia and whatnot. I want to give it a I want you watch it with commentary. No, I didn't. And I try to watch the movies whenever we – I told you last night. I try to watch the movies like five times. I watch the movie, watch it with commentary, watch it again with notes. I didn't get a chance to watch it last night. Like I said, I'm packing stuff up and I didn't feel like it would be fair to put it on and not watch it, watch it. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I watched it mo- – I got done moments before we sat down to record. Uh, so I didn't get to watch all the fun ancillary stuff. But that probably would have driven it up. But I, I want to give this movie like – 9.2 Gunter burgers out of 10. <laughs> Globity gloop. <laughs> Globity gloopers. Yeah, my boy Go- Globble Schneiben and his, his son Schneeborp. Like, like, I hate when I watch, like, that's what, I, like, I don't watch Rick and Morty, but I hate when I watch a sci-fi film and it sounds like shit Rick and Morty says. <laughs> I love this movie. This is, this has been I a pleasure well, to yeah. watch. Thank you for being here, sir. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Patreon. I haven't done a movie review in a while, so I don't remember the format all that well. Thank you to the Patreon. Real quick, I'd like to thank Noah. Thank you, Noah. I'd like to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Marcus. And I have to thank Bones Jones for continuing to keep this ship a-running. Um, I hope you guys have seen this movie. I hope you guys like this movie. The I, I still do Feather Duster on movie reviews, right? Uh, I don't know. We haven't done a movie review in so long. I'm pretty sure we do Feather Duster, uh, because I know Kyle and Vince have a different song that we use. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to hear Feather Duster, whether I put it in here or not, Shane Ivers is your man. SilvermanSounds.com slash free music to not only Feather Duster, but to all of his jams, all of his yams, all of his smackers, his heaters, his johns. If you want to follow Kyle, where can we follow you, Kyle? Uh, follow me on Twitter. What's that Twitter? What's that at? Uh, at the Ood Sigma. Thank you, sir. I look spelling it. <laughs> I'll put it on screen. Uh, if you want to talk to Kyle and tell him what a sweet, sweet, handsome man he is, like I tell him every day. I wake up. It's the first thing I do. I text Kyle. You can join. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Kyle's face. Um, <laughs> you can join the Discord jump on in say hello say what's up um this is usually a fallout theme show uh, if you want to hear any sort of fallout lore i'll ask a question during the week and you can answer it there we have a patreon like i thanked them earlier thank you to the patreon once again thank you to the red bubble uh anybody who's bought off there if you like anything you've seen here and want to support a small way you can go ahead and check out the red bubble that's about it thank you sir see you later Google gobble <laughs> The glob gorp glob glob, whatever that good Christian anime animation animated thing was that Kanye sampled. Bye everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.